Hi there. You're listening to Politics with Amy Walter. By now, you probably heard the news. Roger Stone has been indicted by special counsel Robert Mueller. Stone is a longtime advisor to President Trump, and he was charged with seven counts relating to 2016 election interference. I spoke to Aaron Blake, a senior political reporter at The Washington Post, about this. It is not at all surprising. Uh, This is a guy who has said that he was preparing to be indicted. This has been in the offing for a while now. We have known that Robert Mueller was very focused on Roger Stone and for this very specific purpose for potentially lying to investigators. I think the most conspicuous thing about this indictment, though, which maybe doesn't contain a whole lot of surprising material, is that it makes repeated references to interest by the Trump campaign in what Roger Stone is doing vis-a-vis WikiLeaks. There are many references to Trump officials emailing him about uh, and contacting him about what WikiLeaks is going to do next. There is even one section where it says a senior Trump aide was, quote, directed to ask uh, Roger Stone about these things after the first WikiLeaks dump. There are suggestions that could potentially be President Trump. We don't know for sure. Um, But the fact that the indictment spends so much time establishing the interest of the Trump campaign is especially interesting, given that the U.S. government regards WikiLeaks as a front for the Russian effort to interfere in the election. Is there any indication in this filing by the government that... Roger Stone knows that WikiLeaks is connected with the Russian government. Uh, that is not established. The mm. The indictment doesn't dwell on that too much. Uh, I, I will say, though, that in past indictments, this has been made rather clear. So there's not really a whole lot of, uh, of question about what the U.S. intelligence community feels about that. There's not a whole lot of ambiguity as far as what Robert Mueller uh, feels about that question. So um, I, I think that you know, maybe that's something that he just assumed was in the in the record at this point and didn't need to be expounded upon. Right. And once again, the president's name is not included in this indictment. There are mentions of individuals, but it doesn't look like those individuals that are mentioned here are actually referring to the president. No. Uh, Throughout the indictment, there are references to senior Trump campaign official, high-ranking Trump campaign official. Um, There are no apparent references to the president's family necessarily. There are references to associates who ostensibly could be family, but that would perhaps be a little bit misleading. Uh, But again, I go back to the part where, you know, there there are so many references to who these actual officials were that were taking these actions. And then there's that one reference to a senior Trump campaign official was directed without saying who did the actual directing. The question from there is who has the authority to direct that person? That would seem to be either Trump or another senior campaign official. And why hasn't Mueller said who actually did the directing? Is it because perhaps it's not clear who did the directing? Or is it because that is a person who Mueller doesn't even want to hint at their identity? And uh, we don't know the answer to that, but uh, certainly that's the most intriguing question here. So what happens now with Roger Stone? I think that the question with these indictments is always, is this used as leverage to try and get somebody to flip on the president? Uh, Roger Stone would be a candidate for that, certainly, given he's in a a heap of trouble right now. 
Um, but more than that, I think that the consensus is that this indictment may be more about entering certain things into the record, about perhaps the campaign's interest in WikiLeaks, and perhaps not so much about applying leverage over Roger Stone, who has seen this coming for a long time and hasn't flipped yet. So uh, the idea that he would suddenly do that, while possible, uh, may be a little bit more unlikely than other figures that we've seen in this whole investigation. Right. And I'm just reading, this is Senator Chris Coons from Delaware, noting that his takeaway from this indictment was either the president himself was actively involved in collusion with the Russians or the president surrounded himself or his campaign with a whole circle of people who've been charged with being actively engaged in criminal activity. So um, does this suggest then that the the Mueller investigation is sort of closing in on finishing up answering the question about Russian interference in the 2016 election. Yeah, I think it's important to note that even if these senior Trump campaign officials were involved and seeking out this information about WikiLeaks from Roger Stone, even if the president himself directed people to ask these questions, uh, this is a situation in which we don't know for sure that that would technically be collusion. Certainly, WikiLeaks is regarded as a front for the Russian government. But, you know, the question from there is, is asking for information from what purports to be a journalistic organization, uh, you know, that may be aligned with a foreign government. Is that technically collusion or not? We don't know that question. Roger Stone, in fact, has addressed that question before and has said that it would not be collusion, uh, maybe preemptively fighting back against that storyline. So uh, so we'll have to see. But certainly the dots are there for connecting right now. Right. And it's also that same idea of whether you knew this entity was aligned with the Russian government or not, you did work with somebody who had stolen documents, right? And yes. that is also the the piece of this, which is the, Russia or not, you took something that was stolen and used it. Yes. Uh, but, the, but again, the question from there is, was were those documents obtained, you know, they were certainly obtained illegally, but were they released in some kind of a journalistic sense, you know, which raises all kinds of questions about, uh, you know, First Amendment rights and and journalistic freedoms. Uh, I think that the question from here, if the Trump campaign was indeed involved in seeking out these emails and wanted this information, and clearly there seems to be a pattern, judging by this indictment, is how much did they know that this was, in fact, the work of the Russian government? Uh, and establishing that fact would be would be key to any uh, any proving of collusion. Aaron Blake, thanks so much for helping us figure this out this morning. Thank you. Aaron Blake is a reporter for The Washington Post, and make sure to listen to this week's full episode. It's all about political apologies. You'll be sorry if you miss it.